Greetings, everybody, and Happy New Year, and welcome to another episode of Charlie Mike. Can you believe it? 2023 is here, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, one day we were watching the ball drop for 2022, right? New Year's Eve, New York, Times Square, it's a thing. And then before you knew it, we were already watching the year in review, which happens to be one of my most favorite times of year. Um, Whenever they do the year in review uh, for whatever year that is, uh, we were already watching it for, for 2022 insane. Another year has come and gone. Uh, Like most of you, there are some things that I would really like to leave in 2022, put behind me from last year, just leave them there. We all have gunk like that, right? So how do we do that? So much like a cover band performs songs that we've come to know and love over the years, um, you know, they perform songs uh, and make them their own. I do the same thing with my podcast by bringing you topics from some of the world's most renowned speakers. Um, I take them, process them, and make them into smaller packages so that you can digest and you can use them. I'm going to take us into 2023 with a little help from two of my most favorite podcasters and motivational speakers, Mrs. Mel Robbins and Mr. Eric the Hip Hop Preacher Thomas. I was listening to some of their stuff the day after Christmas while I was working and kind of tooling around the house and stuff um, and thought their messages were very, very profound. So I'd like to share those with you today. Now, remember, the cover band technique that I spoke of of, of a little bit ago, well, buckle up because this is not meant to be a feel good type of podcast today. This This is meant to jar you a bit and wake you up. I took what they've spoken about and Put a little uh, Charlie Mike flair to it, if you will. So Mel Robbins had three very great points to her podcast entitled Three Lessons from One of the Hardest Years of My Life. I'll say that again. Uh, She has a podcast called Three Lessons from One of the Hardest Years of My Life. And don't worry, I'll make sure that all the links and all these resources and stuff are are in the description. That way you can go back and and look at the full interview and uh, look at her full podcast. It's pretty phenomenal. Point number one, life is always trying to teach you something. Life requires you to get lost right before you find yourself again. When things are going well, life is trying to teach you what works. When things are not going so well, life is trying to teach you what's broken. Life is always going to be school and always going to be teaching us something. We need to be good students and show up for school. Where in your life do you feel friction? When you feel friction points, that means something that's not working. It's it's broken, so to speak. We get so attached to the way things are, and we don't get the lessons that life is trying to teach us. Why do we do the same thing over and over again and, and expect a different outcome? Didn't Albert Einstein teach all of us at some point, you went to grade school, you went to high school, you went to some institution of learning. He taught us about the definition of insanity. This is where you do something over and over again and and expect different results. Just stop doing it. Stop doing that altogether. More so, 
Don't look at the friction as something that's wrong. Look at it as an opportunity to make something better. Friction wakes you up and puts you and puts a spotlight on what's not working in your life. Take note of the friction points and see what needs to be fixed. And on that same note, keep what's working. And this is very important. Figure out a sustainability plan for yourself. Tweak, refine whatever you need to do in order to keep the good things that work in your life. Um, you know, you, you need to keep those good things so that way they become daily habits. Bottom line, show up for school and let life teach you. Point number two. I love this one. Your excuses are complete bullshit. They're just fear. That means a pattern, process, place, or even people are not serving you well. You are 100% capable of learning that lesson and changing it. You are, you are managing fear with your excuses. Self-doubt and jealousy of what others are doing will eat you up quickly if you let it. He that is good for making excuses is seldom good for anything else. Anybody? That was Ben Franklin, folks. A little advice from back in the 1700s, yet it still holds true today. You tell yourself that you, quote unquote, miss the window. What, what does that mean? What does that even mean? I'm too old. I'm not good enough. People are smarter than me. Don't drink poison just because you're thirsty. And that's exactly what all of this nonsense is. Self-doubt, playing the victim, jealousy, and low self-esteem. It is all poison, people. You need to do this for one person and one person only. You. Scared it won't work out? Good. Scared people will doubt you? Good. Scared that you're not smart enough? Good. Can I ask you something? Why are you listening to all that garbage? we're going to get to that too later on in this podcast. Here's what I want you to do. Write in two columns on a piece of paper. On the left column, write, uh, entitle it, things that I hate. On the right column, write down things that I love. If the left-handed column is longer than the right-handed column, you got a problem. There are some things that need to be fixed, just plain and simple. Stop making your, your, your bullshit excuses and do what your heart calls you to do. That passion, that fire, it's in every last one of us. All right? Stop making bullshit excuses. Point number three, change isn't easy. It's, it's far easier to destroy than it is to create. When you accept the fact that change isn't easy but possible, You've had a breakthrough, uh, sorry, <laughs> breakthrough, breakthrough in the truth that is your life. It's not, e it's not easy to listen th to things that you don't want to hear. We're human, right? It's not easy to change behavior that you've had for so many years and that you've relied on, an addiction, if you will. And let me be clear, an addiction doesn't only connotate the use of drugs. No, Webster says that addiction is the factor condition of being addicted to a particular substance, thing, or activity. People can be addicted to their own demise. Very, very, uh, it's a big, big addiction for people. Change is hard, folks. Very, very hard. So not to be so cliche, but 
That's why you hear that quote floating around social media or maybe your mom and dad or your family uses it a lot. It's not going to be easy, but it'll be worth it. You got to do the work, period. No one can do the work for you, but you. No one is coming to save you, but you. Don't you dare put blame on why you can't do something on your spouse, on your friends, on your kids, on your family. Those rocks are in your rucksack. Those rocks are for you to hump. You figure that shit out. Here's the deal. Life is a whack-a-mole moment that lasts for years and years. You're constantly coming out of a trial only to go into your next one. That's just the way life goes. You can either play the victim and run and keep on living the way you have been, or you can grab all that junk that's gumming up your works, scrape it off, make a change. Make a change. That's all it takes. Man. Wow. Very profound words and solid advice from from someone that doesn't just talk shit out of the side of her neck. No, no, absolutely not. Mel Robbins has been there, done that, dealt with it, and is still dealing with it. She's got an incredible story. She's not sugarcoating what was. She's giving you examples and advice coming from the very intimate and private portions of her life. Mel, if you're out there, thank you so much for sharing that with us. And and thank you for being so vulnerable, yet helping so many people with you and your your family's story. It's truly profound. Thank you so much. All right, let's move on to our next great speaker. Now, Eric Thomas, let me tell you about old E.T. That's what he, that's the, you're going to hear E.T. when you look up his stuff. There's never any doubt when he's speaking. It is a voice you'll only need to hear once and it will shake you down to your core. It'll move you in ways that I can't even describe. Listen to his stuff and I guarantee you, you'll have a fire ignited from within you. Here's some of the points that Eric Thomas um, makes about life. This was taken from an interview he did with Mr. Tom Bilyeu from Impact Theory. You can find him on YouTube. You can find the interview on YouTube. Just just look up. uh, Here's the title. Try it for seven days. The 1% are doing this every day. Eric Thomas on Impact Theory, okay? Point number one. You only have five minutes to be in a funk. You're wasting way too much energy being in a funk. We all we all get in a funk, right? We all wait, wake up on the wrong side of the bed. Everybody does it. The energy that you should be using to lift yourself up and take care of business, you're using it, complaining and making excuses for not getting things done in your day. Five minutes, that's it. That's all you get. That's all you get to complain, throw your tantrum. After that, Move on and make things happen. Be an adult and make things happen. All right. Remember, you only have five minutes to be in a funk. Point number two, find yourself an accountability partner and stop measuring you by you. You need an accountability partner that will call you out on your own bullshit and say things to you like, uh, hey, man. Uh, you were supposed to do a set of 25 push-ups. Uh, I only counted 17. You need someone to challenge you with the hard questions like, hey, buddy, um, you know, just checking in on you, my brother. Did you go to the gym today? No, no, not, not really. 
Well, why not? If they are pissing you off, shaming you, and making you feel guilty without physically doing so, let me say that again. If they are pissing you off, shaming you, and making you feel guilty without physically doing so, if the silence on the other end of that phone in that conversation or the no return text is making you sweat, they're doing their job. And that's the type of accountability partner you need. You need to get out of your feelings and do what needs to be done. Get to work, baby. Get to work. You need to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. We've talked about that in in former episodes, okay? You cannot be your own accountability partner for certain things. You just can't. You know you. And you'll cave at certain moments when you need to handle your business. Whatever that business is, working out, eating right, doing that big research paper, or just making a damn plan, you need somebody that will hold you accountable that's at the level you're trying to be at. Let me say that again. You need somebody that's at the level you're trying to be at. What do all the, what do all the kids say nowadays? Uh, I mean, man, I'll be 50 this year, so I'm, I'm not f- too familiar with, with some of the speak, but everybody, what's that, what's that saying called level up? Yeah. You need somebody at least one level above where you're at. You know what we call that in the leadership world? We call that a mentor. Find yourself a mentor. All right. Point number three, you're way too concerned about what others think about you. All right. Here we go. This is the difficult part of the podcast where I'm just going to put out a little little warning. If you have little ears listening or little ears in the room with you and they're in and around, um, I'd recommend you stop and listen. Um, stop and listen later when you're in private or just simply ask them to leave leave the room, okay? Then we'll get, a little, get a little tough, a little dicey. All right. There, there you go. Public service announcement. You've been warned. I use this saying that I, that I learned when I was a teenager. Uh, I was working at this convenience store slash uh, gas station when I was in high school on, uh, on a military base. And I overheard two fellow employees talking about um, something or whether, you know, just kind of, you know, having break room chat or whatever. And uh, one of them said it was probably in response to some gossip or something they had learned or heard about themselves. Um, you know how work shit goes. It's, it's like high school, but with adults sometimes. What I heard next was, and I quote, if they don't feed me, fuck me, or pay my bills, they don't get a vote. Now, those of you that are getting the cringy face on, all right, you guys know, you guys know better. You know me better. I don't bullshit around and I'm not candy. I don't sugarcoat things. You want sweets? Go to the store, get you some candy. That phrase simply means that if that person does not affect your life in a major way, like with finances or paying your house note, or car payment, or putting food on your table, they do not get a vote, period. Stop listening to them. Who gives a shit what they say about you? Who gives a shit what they think about you? Don't listen to them. Why in the fuck are you so concerned about what others think about you? What About what decisions you're making for your family? About the decisions that you're, you're making to leave that job that you hate and transition to the job that you want and that really deserves you about why you're dropping them from your inner circle because it's not about the quantity of people you have in, in that circle. It is about the quality 
of people you have in that circle. You getting the message? You hearing me? Why are you concerned about people that are not going to get up in the freezing cold to go for that run or go to the gym or just go just go to work in general? Because that's at the end of the day, it's all about putting in the work. Why are you concerned with those that are not going to put in the work for your dreams and goals? Something's wrong with that equation, don't you think? Real wrong. All right. Last point that I'm going to bring you from ET. Your dreams are great, but your strategy is off. There's nothing wrong with dreaming and dreaming big. Don't let anyone ever tell you that your dreams are too big. Now, uh, the way you're going about those dreams may need to be recalibrated, and that's perfectly okay. Here's an example. Why would you want to take advice from, you know, about getting in shape from someone that's fat? Why would you want to take advice about saving money from someone that's broke? Why would you take advice about goal setting from someone that's lazy? You get you get my point? These people dream small or they don't have any dreams, period. Find the right people that are where you want to be and allow them to share their strategy with you. That's how your dreams become big and stay big. Remember that circle that we spoke about earlier? It's very important that you take inventory and really see who's in that circle. You're going to find out that you may need to let some people go so the inner workings of your circle stay pure and full of quality. Not everyone in your circle wants to see you succeed, so make sure that everyone in your boat is rowing and not drilling holes when you're not looking. All right? The people that dog you out about your dreams are people that don't dream big. You got to be intentional and deliberate about everything you do. Have a plan. Show me that plan. And then the most important part of the process, what you think that is. Execute that plan. Execute with vigilance, tenacity. And as Eric Thomas tells us, he, he tells his clients this all the time. You will only be successful when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe. I'll say that shit again. You will only be successful when you succeed as bad as you want to breathe. E.T., Eric, thank you so, so much for the fire that you breathe into people every single day. You, sir, are a beacon of light and clearly the head lion in your pride. You're an inspiration to us all. (laughs) Man, my goodness. All of that gets me fired up. That's how winning's done. Does that mean that there won't be difficult days? Does that mean that there won't be barriers or obstacles? No, you're an idiot if you think otherwise. There will be those things. You can bet on that. You can bet your next six months paycheck on that. It's how you handle those things that will set you apart from everybody else. That's exactly why I entitled today's podcast, Do Not Be in the Same Place a Year From Now. Elevate, Duplicate, and Execute. It's it's all up to you, folks, plain and simple. All right. As always, check me out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And finally, my website over at cmike.org. Make sure while you're there, fill out the contact form, click the button to subscribe, and drop me some comments on either my blog or podcast website. Again, you can find all of that at cmike.org. It's 2023 now. Day one. Page one of that big book. We call life. How will you start to write your story?
but more importantly, how will that story end 365 days from now? You're the only one that can decide that. I'll leave you with a quote from another great podcaster and vlog host. It comes to us from Mr. Tom Bilyeu, creator and host of Impact Theory, and he says, It doesn't matter who you are today. It only matters who you want to become and the price you're willing to pay to get there. Thanks, Tom. And last but not least, in case no one ever tells you or you're doubting yourself, you are capable, you're intelligent enough, and I certainly believe in you. Now believe in yourself. You can do this. Charlie Mike, bye now.